Hi, my name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. And welcome to another episode of Let's Get To It. This is episode number 27. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, props to us. And uh, it's elemental. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about the elements um, and kind of how that converges quite literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, we're we're feeling fire, we're feeling water, we're feeling air and earth, and uh, uh, which is pretty cool. Right, right, and it's cool because like the the fire and the water is kind of what started us on the the idea of this this episode was thinking about um, specifically like going with the flow or and that being very water. And when I mentioned it to you, you were like, um, we I think we had just been talking about fire too in that sense of like that fiery energy so it even when I mentioned that idea of going with the flow after just having a conversation about like fire energy um and needing to like actually ignite some things sometimes and push it all like like get things going um and so to think that like immediately when we start thinking about like water like I can't think about water without thinking about earth too you know what I mean so like Mm. going with the flow but also like what's the contour that I'm following as the, you know, it's, there's a lot that goes into it. When I start thinking about it as an elemental, um, as an elemental topic, the idea of going with the flow. Yeah, absolutely. Going with the flow in, in our daily lives. And um, I always reference previous podcasts. I love to do that. We have we have plenty of material on going with the flow and adaptation and it, like an entire podcast devoted to those kinds of things. So we're definitely going to kind of touch back on that, kind of how to free flow, especially in this very fluid age, you know, that we're entering and sort of the age of Aquarius that we're in right now and kind of all of these things. But yeah, how the elements really can can affect us um again individually and you know extrapolating that and and I, I think it's cool just to talk about the literal and the and the figurative when it comes to yeah going with the flow or knowing when to not because um, mm-hmm. sometimes it's mm-hmm. just as important to know like <laughs> when you're swimming upstream and it's time to like <laughs> kick it the other right. way right 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 you know oh wow that makes me think of like um because we were just in the pre-conversation, we were talking about like age and wisdom and, and gaining information as time goes on. And it makes me think about how if we can read the lay of the land, mm. then sometimes we might be able to see how that stream is going to go, you know. And like if I take the time to step back and, and, and look ahead of me and can see like what, what are the features that are in my way? Is there, does it look like there's a gap there? Is this going to go into a waterfall like X, Y, and mm. Z? Like can I... Can, can I, can I get any information from the air? Right. Is it, is mm, it, can mm. I hear anything on the, on the wind right now? Like, can I tell that that's a waterfall coming up or, uh, that things are about to start going in the wrong direction or, or, you know, all the different things. And then it also makes me think about, um, how the way that we inform ourselves previous to getting into things too, like that planning process. So in the sense of like using, using the, the term going with the flow as thinking of like a, a river tour or a rafting tour or a kayak tour or something like that right. where like if I look at the map ahead of time and I know where those bends are going to happen I know where it might get fast or whatever because I'm looking at the contour map or something like that then I might know a little bit about how the flow is going to go and then I can give myself a chance to prepare for that um, versus just like going with the flow and not realizing that this river turns into a rapid or like is going towards a dam or something like that um, 
Mm. You know, and I, I, well, it's interesting too, because I think that speaks to, to an idea or, or this idea that we actually can prepare and that we can read a roadmap, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that also comes with, with kind of age and experience, like sort of that preparatory process, um, then maybe, you know, when we're younger, we're just kind of like, I'm just going to do it or I'm going to be a little bit more reactionary. I'm going to see what happens. Um, and I'm sure, what is it? There's that saying, like, you can't see the forest through the trees. Like sometimes we can get stuck because we're not, you know, we're not seeing that big picture. You know, Mm -hmm. we might just be seeing like, okay, I've got this obstacle. Like one thing we were talking about pre-conversation is, you know, when are those moments? Is it, okay, I've got this obstacle and I'm going to work through it and I'm going to get around it, through it, over it, whatever. Or versus like when something just isn't working um, and, and, and making that decision, like it, it doesn't matter how bad you want it. Like, and we've all been there, whether it's a relationship or a career choice or, I mean, so many things in our lives where it's a matter of sort of figuring out, is this an obstacle to, to overcome or is this a like, wow, this is, this is a dead end. It's a dead end for me, you know? Um, So, yeah, I think we can all speak to (laughs) Uh overcoming obstacles versus, like, the the dead end thing. Like, the the tree has fallen and it's not going to get cleared. Right, (laughs) right, right, right. And it's wild that you just use that as as your analogy for it because I think about – I was thinking in that way and I think it makes me think about resources like how many resources am I going to pour into this like am I going to turn around and try to go get a chainsaw Mm. and come back and cut this tree up or am I going to try to you know wonkily build a fire under the tree branch and burn it up you know and push it out of the way am I going to try to drive my car into it am I not going to do anything and sit here and pout about it am I going to you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. there's the, the 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 spectrum of what I'm going to do when I meet that roadblock and how much of my personal resource and physical resource and material resource am I going to put towards that thing? Um, Mm -hmm. For, and again, it comes with that wisdom too, because, because I do know that maybe if I do put enough of my resource towards that thing and it does open up, then I'm going to see the reason why that happened in the first place you know i don't Mm. know there's a lot more to it than just like i hit this wall and the wall is a wall and do i turn around because there's you know there's dynamite you can blow walls up right sometimes if you need to you know it is and and i think you know it's not um there there's not a one-size-fits-all answer like i and i can't think of like Mm -hmm. any advice really to give anybody because it's so contextual and you just kind of have to know that in the moment like even you know as we as it feels like we're coming out of COVID or whatever this means or sort of like slowly exiting this sort of pandemic into this like quasi pandemic or whatever you know (laughs) whatever we're calling this next phase um you know a lot of especially business owners entrepreneurs have had to make some pretty tough decisions about you know when do i call it is enough enough do I change my business or pivot in a certain direction? Do I just keep keep fighting because I'm going to bust that hole through and then there's there's sunlight coming out of that hole and it's going to be all good? Mm-hmm. And each one of us have had to make very individualized decisions kind of like mm-hmm. based on the information we have, based on you know all all kinds of things. And so you know, also like just being able to assess 
your given situation and just be like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, and, and I think, you know, if you have been on this planet a little bit longer, you have a little bit more ex- experience like that, that might serve you well. Um, just to kind of identify like, you know what, I'm going to call it. <laughs> um, and just, you know, not to dance around the subject to be, be completely upfront and personal and transparent about it. Like I basically called it on, you know, the space that I was renting for my studio. I was just like, you know what, do I want to fight tooth and nail to kind of like hang on or is this kind of an opportunity where it's like, you know what, all these signs are pointing towards like, you actually need to get out and there's, there's something new on the horizon. So it's not like, it's not sad. It's not tragic. It's, it's not any of those things, but actually like saying, nope, you know what? I'm, I'm actually not going to waste my energy and resources to rebuild on like soiled land. (laughs) Like we're out, you know? Um, so, but, but that decision is going to be different for every single person, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? And it's not to say that if you use the resources and stay on the soiled land that it's going to work like that, that, that dynamite wall analogy isn't a, it, that's probably not the best option. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Like, yeah. You know, as far as like, like, and I think I touched on this before where I said like, sometimes once, you know, of, of those like moments in our lives that come around that cycle where it's like, no, this is why you have that bulldozer. Mm. Oh shit. I have a bulldozer. And then you go and you grab the bulldozer, but, um, you don't grab the bulldozer for everything, you know, and sometimes the bulldozer is not here and not behind us. And and you realize that you got to go in the other way. And it's not like a, oh shit, if I only, I had the bulldozer in this moment sort of situation, it's more just like, oh, I guess this is where life is right now. I'm going to make this move and, and do this next thing because, and it's, it's really cool, right? I love this podcast. <laughs> I love having these conversations with you so much because it's really cool because if you look at Rev, like this is the time that you shut the doors. It's not the first time that you were up against it though. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. before you used the, there was a bulldozer, you used it. There was some dynamite, you used it. And like getting to this point and it's like, okay, like we can keep going with these pickaxes. Mm-hmm. We're down for it. Like I'll go with this pickaxe until the pickaxe breaks. And when the pickaxe breaks, like I'll dig with my hands. Yeah. But is that really what I want to do? Right. Is that really the best, is that the best, the best use of my resource right now? Mental resource, personal resource, or can I use my resource and take what I have and and I understand that like it's somewhere out there like I didn't drop this big boulder in my way so let's go back maybe something that dropped this big boulder in my way opened something else up and yeah you know the closer that I get to the camera like you know I'm really into something (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) for those of you that are listening that won't make sense but if you're watching Mm -hmm. it just made sense Um, (laughs) I think also that Knowing the difference between giving up and managing your resources and your energy. Mm-hmm. Because to, to certain observers or people, and this is why you actually shouldn't give an F what other people think, <laughs> um, is because some people could construe something as like, oh, they've given up. They've given up on it. No. I'm being really smart about my resource allocation and my energy and my creativity and my ability to, you know, to rebuild or restart or like, re, you know, whatever. And, and, and so I do think it's like really important that, you know, to actually kind of shut out some of the other noise 
Mm-hmm. The better you know yourself. We keep talking about this. There's like the theme of life, the right. podcast, like everything. Right. Because you, you to have that understanding and like don't worry about anybody else or like what, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? No, like you know your energy, your finances, your, you know, creativity levels. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, the more you're in tune with that, you've got to make decisions that support those things. And um, and if someone else is like, oh, it looks to me like they're just fucking giving up. No. And for the record, no one has said that to me. But just in case anybody was thinking it and didn't say it to me. <laughs> just going to shut you down right now. I love it. I love it. But yeah. 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 We, and we have but I think. Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say, it makes me think about the self-talk episode uh, yeah. where where it's like, even if there's not somebody else who's saying it out there, like the fact that it's it's a, it's a thought that comes through your head that you gain the reserve and the resource to shut down yeah. is just as important. Like if there's not, even if there's not like the external source that is actually there, the fact that it comes up and allows you to like find an answer for it that shuts it down. That's a that's a specific that's kind of character trait too. Um, yeah. And that that kind of I, I I almost digress completely on that because I just realized that it is a character trait. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has that. Not everybody has the ability to uh, talk their self through their self talk, talk their self through the thing through that doubt. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you actually bring up a really good point because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, nobody else said that to me, but that thought definitely occurred, mm-hmm. and that was sort of my that was that came from my own brain. Yeah. You know, what are people gonna say? Or what are people going to think? Like, should I do this? What if people think that? And when you can kind of tune that out, it's like, well, people people are going to think or say whatever whatever they're going to do. But I do have control over my own thoughts or I can try yeah. to manage that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, where, you know, right now, are you, do you feel like you're in a pattern of going with the flow? Or like, how are you feeling right now? Um, <laughs> if I can, well, like. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add, I'll, I'll add a little bit of meat to that as far as like how okay. I've been thinking about it because I've, I've asked myself that question since we started talking about this episode and it's just like going with the flow is also utilizing all the resource necessary to stop from drowning. You know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like if I'm in a kayak, I still have to not hit rocks. I still have to move. I still have to use all my personal skill to reverse, to eddy up when I need to, to do the necessary things. Now, this is if I'm just talking about whitewater. If I'm just going down the Connecticut in Bradford, going down the Connecticut River, uh, we're just floating. Mm-hmm. We're going with the flow and making sure that we don't hit the bank, that sort of idea. But if I'm going through like the whitewater, um, I, I'm going with the flow. I see I have to go through that pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but in order to go through that pocket, I'm also going to do all that funky stuff that I taught myself how to do um, and bump off these rocks and things like that. So um, when I say going with the flow and if I say, if just to answer a simple yes or no to your question, um, I want to add that as my as my preface is that like my idea of going with the flow is like it's 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 a pontoon boat in a hurricane sort of thing you know what i mean Mm. like where it's Mm -hmm. like yeah these waves are gonna rock you and they're gonna fly all over the place and all these things are gonna happen um but you still have to like hold on and not get thrown off this boat and Mm -hmm. not you know what i mean so there's um i am in in a place where i'm going with the flow for sure but it only because i have a craft that i understand how to how to steer you know what i mean and i understand the my own uh, ability to navigate this 
treacherous ass flow that is life in this moment you know and not to make myself sound like um like i'm in the worst position of all of us but you know we're all in a position right now where um the kind of spikes got thrown up in the river and yeah you know it doesn't mean that everybody hit the spikes or everybody met the spikes like some people like oh yeah i've been waiting for the spikes the whole time and like that's gonna be the thing that sends me to the next level Mm-hmm. But for myself, there's, you know, um, definitely an element of navigating the flow that in t- that goes into going with it, too, you know. Mm. You know, yeah. listening to you talk about, like, the pontoon boat and the hurricane and just the way you described it, it's interesting because I think when people say, oh, you know, just go with the flow, there's this, uh, like, association that going with the flow is just really easy. Like it's right. a lazy river kind of flow. <laughs> right, right. And sometimes it's a lazy river and like you got a right. beer in your hand and you're like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go with the flow. But like Dude. rivers rage, man. <laughs> sometimes it's a rip current, Sarah. Yeah. Sometimes it's a rip tide, you know what I mean? And yeah. you don't go with the flow. Like you, you, you figure out how to use the flow to get yourself to where you need to be. You know what I mean? And yeah. like that I think is the, is the that's not something that I think about often. That's something that just mm. kind of really, really occurred to me. It's something, it, I think that's my inspiration for teaching myself how to swim, which can be an analogy mm. for everything that I just said about um, okay. learning how to how to drive the vessel or how to how to steer the vessel. Um, yeah. But when I, look, when I look at the Pacific Ocean and I think about like, where's that water going to pull me if I jump into it? Mm. Like if I jump into that water, I know that I don't understand enough about the dynamics of what's going on here at this break to know where I need to be so that I don't get sucked over into those rocks because Mm. it it looks pretty choppy in there today, you know, that sort of idea. So, um, so yeah, sometimes going with the flow is just like you said, you know, you're not in that lazy river. Um, but it's funny when you hear, it's like when you hear people use the terminology, I think for the most part, a lot of people are like, you know, man, come on, like, take it easy, take it, just go with the flow, like, you know, let it ride. And as if that's like, that it's always, that that just always means like, it's easy, it's smooth sailing, when it's just, it's not. (laughs) But it's funny how like, I think that term, that term used in sort of popular colloquialism, whatever, like, um, you know, English speak is sort of like, yeah, no, let's, we're just kicking back. We're going with the flow, you mm. know? And, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, <laughs> 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 it can be more complicated than that as all, well. right. like just calling attention to that. Well, I think about the lazy river trip, you know what I mean? And if you've ever been in a, in a donut or an inflatable, just floating down the river, um, you know, there are always those times where we're just going to kick back. I'm going to mm-hmm. kick back. I'm going to look at the sky. We're just going to laugh here for a second and just let ourselves drift. And, you know, you're going to bump into the shore eventually. And you're going to have to, like, push yeah. off the shore. And somebody's gonna be like, hey, hey. And you're gonna be like, oh, shit. I'm, oh, wow. I'm over here. Oh, shit. Okay. Let me get myself back over there, you know, or like, um, so, so even in that, even if it is a lazy river, you know, just to, just to go with the flow, mm. it's going to take you all over the place. You still have to steer yourself. exactly it's exactly it's not completely like relinquishing yourself to the elements i guess you know it's it's really interesting like have when we talk about the the sort of it's elemental and our relationship to the elements because you know as i'm sort of thinking about this i'm thinking about the sort of 
big picture, like the grandiosity of when I think of earth and like earth at its best and then also earth in its power, like when that earth shakes and like what that can do and sort of um, we were talking in the pre-conversation sort of about fire and how it, you know, fire can cook our food and keep us warm and it can also fucking explode and, um, you know, it, fire kills, like fire destroys, but fire, fire also sustains life. Like this sort of the duality that exists within the elements. Water is also like a life, life source. Like life begins in water. We are mostly water. And, but yet the power of water, water also can drown you. Like it can, it can thrash you around. And then of course, same thing with the air, right? Like we need oxygen to breathe. That wind can pick you up and you rip the roof off your house. Um, so it's, it's just, it's really interesting for me to think about, you know, our relationship to the elements and one in terms of a relationship of respect, um, which is so important, which, you know, unfortunately, you know, Western colonizers have just, you know, destroyed a lot of that relationship to the earth and that, that respect of the elements um, and how, you know, how we manage our life within that, you know. Um, so I don't know, that's kind of this conversation's kind of like pulling me in some of those directions, right, like right, honoring right. this power, this elemental power, um, because it can keep us alive and it can kill us. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> right? Like, um, gosh, that's heavy. That made me think of uh, earlier when I was thinking about this concept, this idea of, of talking about this podcast. Um, I was thinking about how much of the idea of going with the flow in in the situation of what we're talking about, which is like navigating the flow or mm-hmm. like, um, let's say the fire's happening, like and now my fire's raging, right? I mm-hmm. can't just throw my hands up and run away from it. Like I can, I have to use my personal resource to be able to make it so the fire doesn't burn everything up. Mm-hmm. Or I have to have the faculty enough to understand when I need to get out of the fire mm-hmm. and let it have its way because it's going to do the thing that it's going to do now. Um, faith pours mm. into it so hard you know what i mean like yeah like i have the faith that i'm gonna throw this bucket of water on this fire and it's gonna put it out or i have the faith that the that water is not what i need to put this fire out and my fire extinguisher is still gonna work when i grab it and i push it mm. and i have the faith that if that doesn't work then we're gonna be able to throw something on this thing to damp it out mm. if that doesn't work then i have the faith that we're gonna be able to get out of here but i do have the faith in order to do all the, the different things like i did not pass out when the when when the stove lit on fire Mm -hmm. just like oh fall over it's this is the end of us you know yeah yeah um and that's the same with it whether it's the earthquake like you have the wherewithal to not just like throw your hands up and let the ceiling fall on you you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Mm -hmm. and if the ceiling does fall on you have you built the resource necessary to make the move under the table or to do something necessary to make the thing that hits you not crush you yeah and so on and so forth so again it's the the faith in this situation that if the ceiling does fall through right now um that I'm going to be able to do, I have built the personal resource and faculty to be able to deal with that. However close it gets to like actually making impact on me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think about that in those situations too, uh, how much faith plays into it and then how much, um, how much that is because that, that deeper power, that, that like that life sustaining power can also be the, take the life right out, right out of you power yeah. too. Yeah. You know, and that, and yeah. Well, and I think we've, I think we both touched on this in a previous episode, or this or that episode, when we were talking about, you know, we did that. Um, definitely listen to this one because it's amazing. <laughs> we have that like list of twenty items, and 
and you got to know or our favorite things i think was our yeah that's what it was was favorite. the podcast and but um, the, the game was called this or that yeah yeah and what was really interesting and i just think of again this sort of theme of maybe like fire and ice or fire and water when we we both really like islands Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my island is Iceland, <laughs> right? Right. Um, and you're a big Dominica fan, and and mm-hmm. um, but uh, and, and I think I think this came up for us in that conversation too. Like when you when you talk about people who exist on an island and their relationship to the earth and the elements. I again think of this level of respect and understanding of that relationship, like knowing like how volatile that relationship is, or like mm-hmm. folks that like literally live on volcanoes in um, a lot of these islands, and just sort of navigating that, this understanding that like we've we've got to really take care of this place because <laughs> our relationship to all the all of these elements, it's like well, you know we're just we're so small um but i think i think about that and i think a a recent headline was like a lot of things are erupting in iceland right now like or or there's a lot of earthquakes in iceland right now which is which potentially signals like that um volcanic activity is like is near um and i just saw that in the new york times but but this is you know this is not a new thing um and and folks that live in these kinds of environments like it's not a new thing for them um but yeah, I just kind of keep thinking about not only that too, and also how, like, what's your, um, you're a Capricorn? Uh, Aquarius. Oh, you're Aquarius. Yeah. Is that an air? What's, um, are you I air or so. water? I air? Air is, is Aquarius. I think, I think so. Cause so I, I often kind of think about like our elemental signs, like as, as mm-hmm. people, so I'm a Sagittarius, like I am a fire, fire sign. Okay. But I love being around air signs because, like, air signs, like, get me fucking going, right? right like, right, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> you're doing this, exactly. and I'm like, yeah, let's go, <laughs> you know? Um, but my but my romantic partner, my um, he's a water sign. He's a Pisces. And I absolutely need that because, like, he, he tones me down and, like, cools me off <laughs> because I'm just – because I'm coming in hot, like, all the time. Um, but I think about like in our, you know, we can examine relationships with other people and if you kind of, if you dig a little deeper, you're able to kind of talk about like, well, what is your sign or like, what, you know, what, what do you feel like drawn to or, or what other elemental energies are you drawn towards, drawn to for certain things? Like, um, and I've talked to you about my, um, you know, some of my other friendships and stuff like that, where we are somewhat like opposite, but that duality like really works for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that too, like, so if you get too many Sagittarius people in the room, <laughs> things get a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 fair enough. <laughs> I've, I've seen it happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I actually, I think about it, but I don't know, I guess we should fact check that. Um, fact, fact check your sun or your right, element. Right, right. You know? I think, I think mine is area. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, that makes sense to me, right. or I don't know the sort of, um, uh, I don't know. I, I get, I get hyped up. I get hyped up in kettlebell class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. Totally. Um, but hey, I mean, that that kind of segues into what I was saying earlier about using fire as a not as as an analogy for a lot of the principles that I approach in life. Like, I definitely use fire 
building as an analogy for kettlebell training right. um, very specifically and here's like just like a, a insider thing as somebody who's who's who trains with me all the time and mm-hmm. and gets the the benefit of that but you know like my job is to keep your fire hot as hot mm-hmm. as you want it to be so like if if you're trying to make a hearty fat coal bed like i know where the oak is i know mm-hmm. how to get that fire going so that when you're done your coals are hot and smoldering they're ready to burn for a week and then you come back to me or i also know how to get you the thick maple logs that are just going to continuously burn fire hot fire hot fire mm. hot fire flame on the whole time or light the light the whole room up like i understand how to manipulate fire it's just something that i've that in in a literal sense i've been able to learn how to do and been blessed as being able to interact with that element mm. um and on more of an analogous way um that energy and interacting with the energy is it tends to be how I interact with relationships in that sort of setting mm-hmm. um, not necessarily in all my relationships but in that setting um, where the energy is very explosive I mean we're dealing with explosiveness the whole time we're dealing with force production the whole time yeah. a lot of heat a lot of a lot of energy in that space um, and what I need is that you know whatever we put on top of you you're gonna flame right on yeah. so um yeah exactly you get it <laughs> I'm, um, I'm just i'm getting excited <laughs> just thinking you about can it see, you can think about it like if if you look at the way that the the sessions are typically um how they how they're put together like you leave you're on fire like you're oh, flaming like we yeah, don't absolutely. we don't douse you i'm it's not my job to <laughs> cool you down like that's that's we'll do a cool down but that's um that's more of like a uh steady it out mm-hmm, steady out this mm-hmm. fire and take it with you because we got it raging in here and mm. you can't walk around with it just raging all day like mm-hmm. it's raging in here and when you take it out with you you've got to figure out like how to bundle it back down and and make it a nice easy fire to sit next to and keep us warm but it's not like the fire to call our friends from across the field or something like that mm-hmm. but um you know just to like tie that together a little bit more concisely um the first part of of our session is really just like here's here's what we're dealing with mm-hmm. this is the bundle yeah like, this is the wood that we've gathered this is they're, they're the pieces of the wood now we'll start building that fire we build it on structural stability right. arm bars look like little mouse tails coming together to me you know what i mean and then like <laughs> on top of that we just build some foundation on top of that where are you today here's some bigger logs how are we going to get this hot log flaming up yeah when i say you know you're going to do these double clean and push press with the 25s for six reps and yeah you're going to do another round and then after that we're going to do some rows with the 35s you know like by the well, time we get to the rows with the thirty five, your fire's gotta be up. I was gonna I was gonna say, like, so speaking from the perspective of the client, like the one that is experiencing it, like I can totally speak to that like very viscerally on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the you know, how, how we warm up and literally I can I can always pinpoint the fact where it feels like the match has been lit and it's like that right? Like mm-hmm. And usually I'm a super audible person when I work out. Like you'll always get <laughs> very vocal. Um, so you'll always get some whoops and woots and stuff like that out of me usually. Um, and then like kind of going into that like steady state, like feeling, okay, I'm up. And now, you know, we're going to maintain, 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 maybe go up a little bit, maintain, 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 right? And then um, – and usually, like, it is kind of, like, this nice kind of come down, like, after. I usually do my grocery shopping after. <laughs> nice. <That's laughs> Which, perfect. yeah, it is and it isn't. 
<laughs> Please elaborate. Uh, no, well, it's like usually like I'm, you know, also my appetite has, I'm actually just somebody, so for some people like a workout suppresses their appetite. I've never had that issue. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that's like. Um, I don't know what appetite suppression in general feels like. I just... <laughs> I'm just hungry in a good way. Like I fuel a lot. Um, but usually when I go to the grocery store, I'm like, ah, yeah, let's go. Um, cause yeah, like I'm just, I'm up. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it's amazing. I can totally speak to speak to that structure, that sort of fire building structure. And it's awesome, it makes... man. It feels so good. Oh, I love that. That's, I love the feedback, and then I love also seeing just on your face and hearing hearing that in your voice how how you do get that takeaway from it, you know. Yeah, this this is going to seem like a tangent. I'm just going to jump in here. This is going to seem like really like totally out of left field probably for our podcast listeners. <laughs> but one of the reasons why this conversation and just this exchange that just happened is cool is because people might not know um, when Mujib and I train together, we are wearing masks when we mm. train together. And we've been training that way for like six months, like masked right. training. And to kind of, to actually be able to see each other right now and kind of like talk about the experience, but like to see each other's full expression and like energy, mm. it's different. It's like, right. you know, because a lot is lost. <laughs> totally. You know, I mean, you can, yeah. you know, right? Like that. In our, right. in our facial expression, wow. even wow. in our vocal projection, mm -hmm. um, a, a, there's a lot lost behind those masks. So like one of the reasons I think we're getting like a little bit lit, like right, why do people say lit? Like so lit um, right, right, right now is because it's like, oh yeah, I'm excited. I can actually see, I can really like see that energy in your whole face. Right, right. Um, you know, I miss that. I miss that exchange with people and I'm so stoked mm. to be able to get that back at some point. Right, totally. You know, totally. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so it's a little a like in tangent. inside information for for folks that are at least watching this broadcast. That if you're like, mm -hmm. wait, why are they getting so excited? Because <laughs> we actually we like it. we see each other, but we don't see each other in right. that weird weird mask interaction kind of way. Right, that's such a good point. Yeah. And how do you keep the keep the the how do you keep it lit with the muffled mask on too? You know, right? and like. That's something as well. I think <laughs> that goes back into faith too. Like I'm gonna have faith that this person's not just sticking their tongue out at me or something like that. Right. Hoping that they're smiling under there or something. I'm making all kinds of contortions, like in the <laughs> behind that mask when I'm lifting weights. It's, <laughs> I was like, it's actually better. You can't see the face that I make. <laughs> well, it was funny because we had the one satellite session, uh, right, the right, virtual session, and we realized that we were both just smiling the whole time. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, this is weird. I can see your face. Because I was like, oh, I never get to see your face when I'm doing something, and you're like, you're, you're excited about it, and you never get to see me, like, eh, you know, <laughs> you know, wincing. Uh, um, I wanted to touch on something, because I'm a, I'm a big a fan of um, locating where we are in, on this planet and in this time in our lives. Um, but today is Thursday. March 18th, and in two days, it will be spring. Mm, right, so right. I just like want to mark that because it is, it's a, it's a big deal. And it's definitely like elemental when we think about, 
you know, the earth in particular, um, you know, spring, the spring equinox is a, a signifier of rebirth and renewal and regeneration and, um, you know, planting seeds and, you know, buds and flowers and all kinds of things. And so I think it's, I think it is actually, um, important to our topic today to, to bring that into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Spring! Totally. <laughs> right, right, right. So I think about and are that you, Are I you feeling a different state. energy? Or, like, are you feeling it or not yet? Or um, I think, yeah, <laughs> I, I would say if I had to, if I had to pinpoint, like, is my, is, is the energy that I'm feeling related to that? I'd say, yeah, for sure. You know, I feel like, um, because when I think about spring, I think about coming out of deep winter. Yeah. And when I think about deep winter, I think about it being very like this lull time that starts to kind of phase back up mm. yeah, energetically. And so yeah. I can definitely feel that, um, like coming out of that deepest, darkest part of the winter time and, and, um, just like getting to the other side of it and seeing the grass and be like, ah, the grass. That's yeah. right. Like, this is, this is going to be fun. Right. You know, and, and getting that like glimpse of what the spring and the summer holds by coming out of the winter and seeing that this is where we are now, you know? Mm. And I think for, for those of us that, um, you know, I don't know where all of our podcast listeners hail from around the country or around the world. Um, but in the Northeast in particular, you know, we are coming out of a very dark, um, you know, literal dark period because you know, of a lack of sunlight and which really has an effect on a lot of people. Um, mm. and, and so it is exciting to feel also, we just had in the Northeast daylight savings, um, whether that's, you know, we could probably devote some time as to <laughs> whether or not that's a thing that we should be doing still, but, <laughs> um, but, um, it is definitely nice to see the days getting longer and to have an ex- extended light. Um, I don't know, I guess, you know, for me and, and also warmth, um, which is always, March is always an interesting month in Vermont, um, for sure. Temperature wise and all kinds of, you know, we could still get a, we could get a huge snowstorm in like a week or two. Like we don't know. Right, it's, right, it's completely right. plausible. <laughs> so we're, yeah. we're definitely not, you know, even in spring, like that'll happen, but, or could happen. But, um, but even just like what that extra light provides I don't know for me like energetically and um yeah I do it's feeling this just like huge energy shift either whether it's and maybe also in conjunction with you know vaccine rollouts and sort of this idea that oh my god maybe this summer like will be different like maybe I will be hanging out with friends and family that I haven't seen in a year or more like Mm. there's also i feel like that energy is among us right 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 yeah yeah it makes me think about it as an excitement like that's how um that's how i was i was considering it in in that in thinking about the question as like um just excitement like yeah seeing the seeing everything start to get start to melt and get warmer and and thinking like Ah, swimming. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> right. Like that's that 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 sundress energy. That that running around on the grass energy. Like yeah. it just starts amping me up. Like I really start getting excited about it. Not just like, not just on a energetic level. Not 
I guess the way I'll put it is like not just on a on like a esoteric level, but yeah. on a very like personal. Like I'm thinking about the July. Then yeah, July's gonna be a good time, regardless of where we end up, like globally. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's, you know, it's 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 different. It's warm. You can go right outside. We could be having this podcast sitting on the lawn. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> things like that. You know what I mean? With like, the mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> there's well, always that the give pond, and take. Then, I guess you know. There's always that give and take. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's warm out, but. I don't know, Vermonters, we can complain about. <laughs> it's too hot. It's too right, humid. I'm not I'm that. cold. Um, <laughs> I don't have that element. Like, I don't have that bone in me. I'm oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I guess I do. Like, we can, we can find something to complain about every season. <laughs> no. Seriously? No, I know. No, I'm actually not. I don't think I'm really that no, but bad. You're, but you're, no, you're not wrong, though. Like, that's a, that's a theme here, for sure. Like, if it's, if it's if it's dry it's not raining enough if it's raining it's raining too much if it's hot it's too hot right like it's right. 90 degrees is too hot no man like you gotta go swimming. right oh yeah oh it's just That's so me. hot like oh it's just like humidity right it's cold <laughs> oh it's freezing i don't know it's just <laughs> i don't <laughs> i don't mad respect to mm. my fellow vermonters i mean we're mm-hmm. interesting folk <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> this makes me really think of like the elementals and and thinking about those times of um, kind of butting up against the edges of them and 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 having them interact with our personal well being. Like, can you, are there times that you mm-hmm. can think of where um, where something has cropped up? Not just necessarily like to block your plans, but where where the entirety of the elements that surround our existence has directed you or made mm. you have to think a different way or made you have to make a different choice or do the hard thing oh well you know what's what's interesting and i don't know if this is exactly what you're getting at but it but what you said has led me to this thought mm. is um and i and i've actually talked to you about this a little bit when we train that um usually how my life has progressed in the last several years like during a time of winter in the Northeast when we're kind of like um, in a lull or a hibernation or kind of stepping back, that's always historically been an energetic season for me, owning an indoor cycling studio. Like taking going from late November to right around now has historically been like the go, 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 go. And, and it's been interesting because this past year has completely offset that um, because of COVID. But it's interesting to to that maybe I didn't realize how like going against the grain that cycle was. So like to have a business that's like go 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 during a time where like actually my body is like oh my god dude (laughs) like and um so this is usually this podcast like makes me think of shit that i've buried deep (laughs) like i haven't thought about and and it's so funny because the the last several winters when rev was doing its thing like as it as it always did which is like you know we're going gangbusters in the winter i would be like flat out exhausted on the weekends and um and then my friends would be like, 
hitting up the mountain and skiing and like doing all kinds of stuff. And I was like content to be like, I was laid out on the couch and I actually like, and again, this sort of like productivity anxiety or like whatever else was going on. I would, I would in the self-talk, the negative self-talk, I was just like, oh man, like you're wasting your weekends. You should be hitting the mountain. You should be enjoying like all of the amazing, like what winter has to offer. And I'm like, but I am fucking tired. Why? Because the whole week I'm like running this indoor, like when we're busiest, I do not have, I was not taking opportunities for self-care. Listen to that podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Right? Like, so what my pattern was like, go, 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 go until everything forces you down, not kind of figuring out like a schedule that was more conducive to like needing some deep rest, needing some rejuvenation. And instead I was just in this like messed up cycle of like going hard, basically passing out from like (laughs) working too much Mm -hmm. and then making myself feel bad about being laid out on the weekend and like missing out on you know whatever and it was what a yucky cycle um Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that like when winters were super fun at work because we were busy and I love people and um and so that was all good but it but there's a better way you know I'm Mm -hmm. just kind of literally thinking in real time about what the last year has taught me like there's a better way of you know um so I know it's not exactly what you asked, but feeling like, um, you know, just like ignoring all of like the intuitive signs, like ignoring like <laughs> the time and the ca- like the time when it's just like, okay, either not that not that you need to just take the winter off and like sleep the whole time. But like, I've learned a lot of, about managing my own personal energy during that time, you know, right. um, so yeah, I haven't really fully thought about it. And then usually like summer is, you know, things like calm down work-wise and like, but yeah, it's really, really interesting. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's actually a, the, that's a very clear answer to the question that I was asking. Oh, okay. Okay, good. <laughs> because it's the thing about the elements is that they're, they are ever present from every direction. Mm. And so, you know, like you just basically described something that came and changed your whole path, but then also the fact that it changed the whole path opened up a whole different line of thinking and realizations and and personal noticings and things like that. So, um, and then now you're making your decisions based off of what you know, which you wouldn't necessarily know if you were still in the same loop that didn't allow you to take the time to stop and think about it, you know, and ask yourself, like, what is what is what is the best way to do it mm-hmm. um and then yeah and then it offers you some insight for going forward it does yeah and and that's the most important thing and i and i think you know even if someone else doesn't have the exact same experience i think you know uh, some of what the the pandemic year has sort of offered us is is this potential insight this potential mm-hmm. like you know glimmer of um all right. How was what you were doing working for you? <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, because again, you could even you could certainly make the argument that nature, <laughs> right, like a virus, has um, you know 
has made us need to reconcile and reckon with how we're living our lives. Yes. And again, like I said, like what's working, what's not working. And it's not like everything wasn't working, but a, a lot wasn't working. Right. Um, and on, on an individual level, certainly on a societal level, um, you know, that we're still wrestling with and, and should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? It what about you? Um, yeah, definitely. I can tell some stories to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to speak to one point that you just made that it, it, because you said something earlier about like, you know, with age, we, we get it a little bit more and, and we can be better at it or whatever. Um, but not always like mm-hmm. not sometimes the loop keeps coming around and we just keep missing the point, missing the point. And we still get older and like the same issues crop themselves back up you know Mm -hmm. shit i didn't deal with this the last time it came around and when it came around again like i'm not any more equipped to deal with it but i have this much more baggage that i'm carrying with me so maybe it's going to hit me even that much harder you Mm -hmm. know what i mean um and so there is this like this like ever-present kind of like becoming better at dealing with these things when they crop themselves up and and it's again it's the it's it's a it's not like a survival of the fittest thing it's it's not that that crazy or that deep it might be but i'm not going to take it there in my point um but it is like an opportunity to pick up a little bit along the way mm. for the next time that this thing comes mm. around i'm better equipped to deal with it and then the next time it comes around i might be better equipped to deal with it because i'm i'm now learning how to deal with the element i'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm engaged with the fact that like this is nature acting on my situation and I'm going to take that and I'm going to put that in my toolkit that says like when nature acts like this I've got this list of responses that I have got I've, I've I can use to deal with it mm. um, but then also like to continuously be introspective and to be to use hindsight to look back and to constantly be looking at those situations and say like okay, this tool, how do I understand it a little bit more mm. before I need to actually use it the next time? Like, can I think about how it came in handy the last time and, and X, Y, and Z about, like, how to become a, a more fortified version of myself as I go through the world in that way? Mm. What, you just made me think of something, too. Like, I really think you've got to be a curious person. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. curious about um, learning more about yourself, like, and having that, not just curiosity, but like willingness. When I think about, again, kind of almost bringing back the go with the flow, but um, a willingness to adapt and change. Learn, adapt, and change. Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. everybody is, and we can see evidence of that. We can certainly see evidence of that um, generationally speaking, you know, or when we say like, you know, so-and-so who's 80 and thinks this way, like they're probably going to take that to the grave at this point. Right. But... Not all is lost because there are those that are curious and have an open mind and are willing to learn, unlearn, adapt, and change. Um, and that right. can give us some hope. <laughs> yeah, um, totally, totally. And I think, too, about last, you know, our last conversation, we were um, talking about our generation. And I actually, I, I, when we have these podcasts, like, I think I percolate a lot on the things that we, like, afterwards. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of the things that come up, I um, uh, take this however y'all want to. But I do go, I go back and listen to our podcasts. I listen right. to our, our past episodes or I re-listen to something we recorded. And 
um, and just kind of think on some things. And I remember something you said about how you do spend a lot of time with people younger than you. That like really stuck with me because I was just kind of like, am I hanging out with young people enough? (laughs) Um, And I think that is so important. Um, Again, as, as, you know, because I don't, I don't want to be stuck in anything. Like I don't want to be stuck in my ways or like use that as an excuse, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and I, and I, I already don't think that I have the constitution for that necessarily. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I was thinking a lot about that and sort of constantly like, you know, surrounding yourself with people that are going to challenge you and, and, or bring you a different perspective based on, where they're coming up and how, you know, their life experience or what, you know, whatever it is. But again, so like that curiosity, that open-mindedness that, you know, also, you know, surrounding yourself with younger generations, mm-hmm. um, you know, is, is really, that's just something that like stuck out for me from our last talk. Right, right, <laughs> right. No, I love it. And I, and I, that's something that I really look forward to even going forward and getting older is mm. continuing to, and, you know, it's it's interesting. Oh, wow. I love this. Again, I can't get <laughs> enough of it. Um, because it, it's, it, there's such a, it's such a spectrum, too, because it's, I get the same benefit from, not the same benefit, but I get the similar flavor of benefit from hanging out with people that are older than me. And mm-hmm. when I was younger, mm-hmm. I gained so much from hanging mm-hmm. out. Like, when I was 18, the people that were 30 years old that were around me were dropping so much on me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that when I was 30, I was constantly dropping stuff on 18-year-olds that I was around mm-hmm. all the time, you know? Like, um, there was just a number of kids that I worked with from when they were, like, young teens to when they graduated high school and, like, influencing them when they started going into 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 high school, like, when they're eighth grade going into ninth mm-hmm. grade sort of thing. Um, maybe I was, like, 30 at the time mm-hmm. and or maybe a little younger like a little more brazen 27 or 28 and just enough of a just enough of a like a just enough of a lack of a filter mm. to be able to say like you know you can control this whole thing however you all want to control it and these kids would be like what do you mean and be like yeah you 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 have you're within a school system where you can make up your schedule like you can decide you can get your parents to sign off on it and you can have this dude who you admire that knows everything about the wilderness teach you your science. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can write it so that your biology credit is covered by going for walks with this naturalist. And he's mm-hmm. just going to introduce you to the swamps and the forests. You're going to meet him all over Vermont. He's going to take you around and show you stuff. Um, that's your credit. I, I had kids that trained with me for their PE credit. And awesome. got credit for all of high school. Freshman to senior got their credits from training with me. That's you awesome. You know what I mean? And, like, that and to to open that up to people and to be like this is this is you can really write this how you want to so Mm. that's the knowledge i was kicking at the younger folks and then i think about the older folks than me i don't have a lot of people right now in my circle just because the circles are all so small that i would say are my peers Mm -hmm. of the next generation like obviously their parents and and family members and older people in the life but when i say peers i mean like the same people that are going to be with me at two o'clock in the morning doing the same thing that I would be doing at two o'clock in the morning, Mm. but they just happen to already be 50 years old or Mm, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, And so I see the value in that because it makes me take it back to the elements and bring it back to the fire analogies. Um, Like we need that burning flame. Mm. We need that hot fire. Like I need that 20 year old hot fire. That's going to be, that's going to really like 
throw some stuff in the mix that I wouldn't think of just yet. And I also need those that sturdy formed coal bed, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, of that older generation and that older wisdom that's going to show me how to how, what I can actually work with. Um, and then I need my own self right now that informed like hot fire burning that's cooking the food that's lighting the way that's also getting ready for the coal bed that's also utilizing the hot fire that that's burning you know what i mean so on and so forth and and then likewise Mm. we need the we still need the kindling and we still need the inspiration to go make fire so you know we kind of need all of it in that way and then i also need to to put it out in the right way and bury it right so like it's just again the analogy of, of of and really to be a part of the entire spectrum is the only truest human experience that I've been able to interact with. Like being around death and birth in the same year is it's big, you know what Mm, I mean? And like, mm -hmm. it's the, it's a, um, and to be here in that, in that part of the spectrum, like to, to be present and washing people when they've been born and then to be present and putting, preparing people when they've died, you know Mm. what I mean? And like, um, that is that is a, a a human birthright yeah you know we're actually you know for for countless millennia is how we've interacted as humans like it's a it's a side of our of our own <clears throat> nature or elemental nature mm-hmm. is to interact with the mm. full end of the spectrum you know like it you, we didn't this i don't know it's just and and it's and it's easy to say like we didn't we didn't used to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that's not taking into account that, like, we just live in America. Like, the whole world is big, and people do this every day. Right. Exactly what I just described, you know, right. are there with their great-grandfather dying, mm-hmm. with their great-grandmother, or their grandmother helping the grandfather on, great-grandfather on his way, with the mother helping them on the way, with the little baby crawling on the floor. Like, yeah. and they're sitting there looking at life, being like, this is the circle of life mm-hmm. like you have your baby crawling on the floor and my great-grandfather who we're about to put in the ground mm-hmm. and i'm gonna learn how to dig a hole or i'm gonna learn how to bless a body or whatever it is that we do um and that's gonna make me a more a fuller human being because it's gonna give me more of the picture of what mm. life actually exists as you know and again that's that that's that's leaning into the elements that's being willing to deal with the elements and, mm. and making ourselves able to 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 accept and experience and interact with that energy when it comes forward, you know, um, mm. versus a lot of different things that we might do otherwise, I guess. Wow. Yeah. This ha- it has me longing for this intergenerational connection that I feel like I don't have right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. weeping. <laughs> right, really, right. like listening to you, like th- talk about it and, and thinking about that sort of cycle of life and cycle of family and, mm. um, feeling the absence of it right. is like very visceral like right. oh man you know or to be able to sit outside by a fire and like listen to a grandparent tell stories um mm-hmm. or relate back or you know or you know whatever have someone talk about like recipes or i don't know because there's that there's that institutional knowledge within the family within the family tree, like to get that passed down. And, and this idea that the young, you know, the, the, the youth of the family are helping to keep the elders going and the elders are there to also like teach and bestow this knowledge or this, you know, either of the family or just of life in general and like, and how 
vital both of those pieces are, mm-hmm. right? Like they're they're both really interconnected. They're interconnected and really important to keep that cycle. And and um, oh, my heart's a little <laughs> mm. <laughs> like mm. yearning for this, right, you know, right. for this, especially for those of us where that might be missing, um, mm. you know, and how yeah. really important that is, or how you know, it's um, yeah. It's so important. Right. <laughs> like it's so right. elemental to our being, to our species. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just wow. Oh man. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I need to call a family reunion together or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I hear that. Yeah. Wow. wow. That was wow, like major, yeah. dude. Right. Right. I'm I'm kind of speechless myself. It kind of blew the springs out of my own brain at that point. <laughs> There's going to be some people crying that are listening to this <laughs> right now. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let the yeah, tears let it flow. flow. Go it's with totally it, yeah. fine. Like seriously. Well, again, like this this idea of elements. I'm like my my eyes are tearing up. My like chest is burning. Mm. You mm. know, I'm actually like feeling these very you know real reactions to that. I'm like, oh my god, like you're. I keep saying this, Mujib, like I've, I, I, I don't have a child yet and you're the first person that like even gets me thinking, not with you, I have, I have a wonderful man that would be an amazing father, but it's like every time I talk to Mujib, you like make me want to be a mom and I'm like, what are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> I'm all about vitality, you know. That's I know. Thing, I'm like, like the, what is this? I I would always life. say like, I am, you know. There's nothing maternal about me, as if that's mm. bad. No, it's mm. not bad. That's not bad at all. <laughs> I don't know why I've been fighting it for so long. Right, right, <laughs> I'm right. literally, I'm literally sitting here being like, oh, with the baby and like the grandparent and like we're talking and uh, telling you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing to me? (laughs) (laughs) I think we're almost done. Okay, I'm like I just like the mic has dropped. I don't think we can go any go any longer. I can't. (laughs) This is a great episode. No, it's a fantastic episode, and I think again, you know what's what's unearthed or uncovered. It's always really interesting to me how we can how we how we figure out what we want to talk about, and then where it where it goes and mm-hmm. and uh and i love that i just love the different the different avenues that it travels but it all makes sense um right. so it's just i always i always i learn something about you i learn something about myself i feel like i learned something about our collective experience and humanity in general so mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you oh thank you you're yeah. welcome yeah that's awesome oh well y'all thank you guys for listening episode 27 it's elemental it's <laughs> go have some kids y'all call your grandparents <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Get the fam together in, in what way. And uh, if not family by by blood, family by choice, like I think also just to speak to it, like we are longing for this. Those of us that have been separated in the last year due to obviously the pandemic circumstances, I think there is this, it casts this light on what's important. Um, and I just think you hit the nail on the head completely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so thank you for truth. that. Yeah. Whew, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> all right. Well, yeah. in closing, my name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. And thank you all so much for being here. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.